Welcome to Big Hospitality's latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Big Hospitality and Restaurant Magazine Deputy Editor Joe Lutrerio, and today we're talking to grilled cheese sandwich maestro Matthew Carver, the founder of the London-based The Cheese Bar and conveyor belt restaurant Pick and Cheese. Well, welcome, uh, uh, Matt. How are you today? I'm great, thank you very much. As good as can be expected. Obviously, there's been a lot of changes at your business due to this ongoing crisis. Can you tell me a little bit about, about what you're doing to, to keep things going through, through all this? I had to close both our restaurants, as most people in the UK did a couple of weeks ago. Our first initial thought kind of turned to what we were going to do to sell through some stock. Probably like three or four thousand pounds worth of really amazing cheese um, that would otherwise have to go in the bin. So we decided that we would uh, utilize our trucks, um, our cheese trucks, and the initial idea was to pick like drop-off locations, so like Dalston, Richmond, um, drive the truck there, and uh, make like cheese boxes that we could sell just to kind of get through some stock. Uh, And so we did that for the first few days after the restaurant closed. And then once the government kind of announced the lockdown, we decided that it would not work doing that because having too many people coming to the truck would just, you know, it's really hard to socially distance with that. Now we're doing door-to-door deliveries across London, um, primarily cheese and charcuterie uh, and wine, but we have also added other products from producers that we know or that we like. So now we do coffee, chocolate, honey. I suppose all the kind of things I'd want if I was self-isolating. Not maybe not the the basic necessities, but the um, enjoyable things to brighten up your week. So no toilet roll then. No toilet roll, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but um, delicious wine. <laughs> um, how, how many vans do you have on the road at the moment? one slash two it's kind of picking up at the moment we obviously furloughed the majority of our staff when uh, we closed the restaurant kept on me and uh, one of the guys from the truck and we were like we'll just do this to sell some stock i don't know we keep getting this this nervous feeling that it's gonna that, that the momentum will stop or that it will i don't know that, that it's not going to continue but it seems to get busier and busier to the point that this week we were like okay maybe we might need to take someone off furlough and actually get some get some of the team back together which i think is really nice it's really nice to be able to support ourselves a bit and also to like this week we've it's the first week that we've thought about ordering more cheese from our suppliers i was going to ask you about about resupply resupply because i guess you know cheese makers are presumably still making cheese so i think initially our first our first thing is just moving stock and then you know I've, i've been speaking to lots of our cheese makers the kind of magnitude i think of what we've facing uh really started to hit home and i think it actually kind of changed my viewpoint on it because initially this idea came about because we want to generate some revenue and sell some stock and actually now i think it's moving more towards you know i've I've always seen that we have a real um responsibility with our cheesemakers to like promote them and to help get their cheese to people and i think what's kind of hit home that this week is that actually we still have that responsibility um and so many cheesemakers I've spoke to are having such a hard time. All of their wholesale business has kind of just stopped overnight. Right, um, I see. So most, so, so the sort of cheese, sort of specialist cheese place that mostly sold to restaurants rather than retail would be struggling. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, we, we buy all of our cheese direct. And I think cheesemakers are really good at making cheese. But um, I think a lot of them 
have never really been that fussed about like being the the salesperson you know and, and selling to to the public um and so especially kind of you know the more like soft cheese makers um they're really struggling because they're sat on you know tons of cheese that has you know maybe a month a month window of opportunity to sell um you know if you're looking at people like steel and producers and cheddar producers they can sit on stock for a few months and it's not really gonna it's it's not as it's not like it's gonna spoil um so yeah so this week we've actually reordered uh some soft cheeses pushed on to like try and make this as good as we can to try and help our cheese makers through this and keep trying to give them an outlet to sell their cheese how how many orders are you, are you getting out a day our busiest day so far we've had about 80 orders well wow. which proved to be a bit of a logistical nightmare but uh it's, it's kind of a different world doorstep delivery suddenly getting a lot of empathy for dpds of this world <laughs> having to find people's having to find people's uh flat numbers and door door numbers and were you set up for online sales prior to this or was that something you had to introduce uh, quickly no not really we have we have a, a website where we've previously sold you know like merchandise the odd t-shirt gift voucher etc but not really to do what we do but luckily a friend of ours helped us you were about to open a barge restaurant in Paddington um that's yeah. now been delayed I heard have you, have you how has that worked we were fairly lucky in that it was still you know a month off opening a month six weeks off opening so I feel like we're quite lucky in the sense that we were far enough down the line that the project will still happen when we get to the other side but not too close to opening that it became like a, another um restaurant to worry about you know, in terms of shutting down. Yeah, and uh, as the, the the barge was never has, has yet to be moored, you're presumably not yeah. paying rents. Or, or... No, yeah. it's still in a barn in Somerset, <laughs> tucked up, nice and safe. And um, how understanding? Of, obviously, you work, you have a few two two permanent sites. How understanding of your landlords been? What, what sort of deals have you been able to to, to make? For I them? I actually think both of our landlords have been um, have actually been really amazing in the situation. Come to market, suspended rent pretty much immediately, which is kind of that's the best thing you can hope for, I suppose. And Seven Dials have done the same, and that you know it's, it takes such a weight off an operator. So yeah, we've been really lucky in that sense, and, and our landlord for Paddington have been super relaxed about everything. I think they know the situation that everyone's in. A real sense of understanding from everyone. It doesn't matter what they do in the industry. Everyone has been really forthcoming with like trying to help get everyone through this. Been like suspending payments or dropping fees, you know. And I think that's what's quite nice about it. There does seem to be a real sense of like community in people who work in hospitality or people who provide you know, services to hospitality and a real like group effort that they want to see us all get to the other side of this. Absolutely. I think we've seen that as well. I mean, you know, the, 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 it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's just common sense though, isn't it? I mean, if they want, uh, you know, yeah. industry, to, industry to, to, to be here when this is all over, then they need to be, need to be accommodating where, where they can. It's a real character showing thing, isn't it? Like it shows people's thoughts and how much they value your business and the, the community. And yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. It's not been, um, I don't think it's been as hard as I maybe initially thought in the few days when it was all kind of turmoil and closing restaurants and crisis. You know, that first week, I think it was like the 
14th of March or whatever when restaurants started closing and Boris kindly said, you know, don't go to restaurants. I think that, that week was horrendous for everyone and there was so much panic in the air, not in, just in restaurants, but in the general public. And I think this week, this week I felt like everyone is getting into a bit more of a routine with this like lockdown and the people who are who are still operating and operating delivery things seem to be kind of like finding their rhythm a little bit. There feels a bit more positivity in the air, I think. Well, I think that's a really nice, positive note to, to, to end on. Thank you so much for, for joining us, Matt. And, and uh, of course, best of luck with everything. No worries. Thank you very much for having me.